the greatest wrestler of all times. And when I strap my wrist to yours, brother, the transformation as my eyes roll in the back of my head, as the smoke comes out of my nose, the leather will be your last lifeline to the professional wrestling world, brother. I will beat you within an inch of your life and in the Yappa Pie Indian strap match, Ric Flair. I will prove that you will bow down to me for an eternity, brother. Welcome back to once again another edition of Wrestling is Trash, where we sit here and we talk about our favorite thing, which is professional wrestling. Now, shit, hell, it might even be our least favorite thing as of current, depending on um <laughs> what what product you're watching. But um here we are. I have two returning combatants. You may have heard them as uh, on such episodes as episode what three. Yeah, three. Yeah, yeah, uh, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. The returning combatants are Sir John Lee and Todd the Great. Ding, ding, ding. Round of applause! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you gonna Are you gonna put the applause in, or do we have to clap? Yeah, is this you, like DIY, or already, what are you, doing here? you already clapped? So it's fine. Oh, <laughs> you're right. I, I should have asked that question before I clapped. But continue. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're the host and I'm the guest. Go ahead. Yeah. So um, we got a couple of production notes here for everybody that may be listening. If you want to be a part of the show, if you want to submit questions to us, wrestling related or non wrestling related, you can do so by following the show on Twitter at wrestling B trash. I already divulged why is a B instead of is. If you go back and listen to episode three, but um, follow wrestling B trash on Twitter and uh, use the hashtag wit talk to um, tag your questions also you can send in emails uh, and you can do that by sending your mail to mail at wrestlingistrash.com and you can also send your voicemails in like you heard on the episode before this from carl 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 from the codex prime podcast and that number is 304-825-5762 also I, I need to make you aware of this. I mean, the three gentlemen here in this room virtually know uh, what's going on. We discussed uh, a topic, all three of us, uh, before we recorded proper. So we have a thing on the show called the promo in the bank. And uh, what the promo in the bank is at any time, any of the guests here or myself, the host, can cash in on one of the other combatants. And um, that person has to do a 60 second promo on whatever topic it is that we discussed off air. And it can be anything. We may not necessarily agree with what we're cutting the promo on, but that's the promo that we were tasked to cut. So at any time, anybody can cash in on anybody and deliver that promo. Um, so, gentlemen, it's been a little bit since we recorded. Um, what's been going on in your world of wrestling that y'all like to bring to the table to discuss? <clears throat> world of wrestling man um nothing much man i, I actually <laughs> i've been um, slacking on my wrestling to be honest i don't know i'm just so well first uh, let me talk it up to being like extremely busy mm -hmm. um these past couple like even just the whole month of october has just been like waves of stuff coming at me like good, good like good busy not like oh i lost my house and i got cancer yeah. kind of busy but uh, it was like, you know, some work has came my way. So I've just been occupied with that. So I haven't had a, haven't had a chance to sit down, but thanks to Instagram, I have a couple of highlights that I know about. Um, Kane and Undertaker are back again. Uh, uh, Triple H and Shawn Michaels are back. 
again. They're bald again. Um, there, yeah, and um, uh, Evolution came back for another reunion. Um, the Shield is broken up again. Uh, <laughs> let me see. Uh, Dog Dog Ziggler is still here. Uh, still here again. <laughs> and um, I mean, actually, he's actually growing on me now. I'm gonna keep it honest. I That's mean, a lie. I mean, um, so, so. I just. I, you know why? Because I haven't watched. No, watched. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I actually. Yeah, I mean, sis grow on you as well too. <laughs> as a sis grow. And oh, and CM Punk has not come back again. So yeah, yeah, that's 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 my updated news. Yeah, um, yeah. I had a couple of things that we discussed off air or whatever. Um, I know you say you've been yeah behind a little bit on your wrestling, but um, the episode before this, we talked heavily about the Crown Jewel event and the um, Evolution event all female wrestling pay-per-view first time ever in wwe and whatnot did y'all have any thoughts or anything that y'all want to trail into on that or you just want to just mosey on with some questions i I missed all of that i did get a peek in on it on instagram a little bit uh because i was doing something else but uh i know it was a controversial event first of all Mm -hmm. and then it became more controversial as the show happened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I saw a little something on uh, Instagram about that. Um, uh, and, gen- and generally, in general, from what I'm seeing is everybody's little meh overall in general about it. Very underwhelming. Not too happy or satisfied. Uh, nobody's canceled the WWE Network, from what I know of, not in mass at least. But uh, I mean, I'm 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 basically there, and 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 it's not like I can't afford it. It's just like I'm not even using it, so why do I even have it still? Like when I saw that when I saw that Ronda Rousey was gonna fight fight one of the Bella Twins, I don't even remember which one. I was like, that yeah, I'm was not actually that. that was actually a good match though. It was a good match. Yeah, yeah I'm not gonna front. I'm just over. Hate. I'm just over that. Like I'm just over because the Bell Twins remind me of that pop era of the WWE. Like well, we need to be more sexy. We need to be more, you know, poppy. I guess. And I, I know there's a different word for it, what? cookie cutter, but pop is the word the I'm going to di- use. The divas era. He's like poppy. just like yeah, just back when WWE tried to stay with the times instead of creating their own times because. I, I, I hate to be one of those people because I love progression, but back when wrestling was at its height was when it was setting the trend. was when the rest of the world was trying to replicate what WWE was doing. Yeah, and I, I, mm. I can, I can kind of speak to that or whatever because I can remember being in uh, high school and everything and, you know, a lot of the wrestling fans would be walking around in DX shirts and NWO shirts and Stone exactly. Cold shirts and everything. We'd be wrestling in the hallways, putting each other exactly. in figure fours and stunning people in the classrooms and shit. Yeah, exactly. Wrestling was pop culture at one time. That was that's crazy. That's what I'm saying. Like that's like rest. Like your your commercial or movie or music wasn't made until you featured a wrestler in it back in those days or whatever. Yeah, because we we can remember when like. It was a rash of time to where like all those guys was popping up on Mad TV and shit. <laughs> exactly, that's what I'm saying. Mad TV, Saturday Night Live. Even like they would mock those guys on Mad TV or Saturday Night Live yeah. or or all that. Or I mean, that's my generation. But uh, like like just everywhere and rest and 
it was just so dangerous back then, but they it was still in the forefront. But everything was like low key dangerous, like Tom and Jerry. <laughs> like, yeah. None of that stuff. Tom and Jerry won't happen today because it was too dangerous. But um, yeah, it's just it was just I so Bree so the Bella Twins and and I hate to throw Cena in this, but Cena also and just that yeah, whole don't you talk about him like that, right? So. <laughs> that that just whole uh, post Edge era after like Ed retired, like WWE was finding its way and they were, they were behind with the times and playing catch up. WWE. 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 They were playing catch up. So like, um, with that being said, Brie Bella in the main event kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Well, it's Nikki Bella. Oh, Nikki Bella. Yeah. Rubbed me. Oh, that's the worst one. Hold on, what's, now, what's, I, I, as of now, as of you know, current times, uh, Nikki is like the best. <laughs> wait, wait, Bree was the one with Daniel Bryan, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Nikki was the worst one. Yeah, but now she she's gotten better. She's improved after oh, okay. seeing this match. I was like, okay. <laughs> and then, like, I'm not gonna lie though, the Bree Bella versus Stephanie McMahon match was really good, and we were there for that. And that was, yeah, that, that was, was was that was that was pre baby though. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. But I mean, I'm surprised she could have kids after what Stephanie did to her. Like, oh yeah, Stephanie <laughs> was savage, man. <laughs> she was <laughs> throwing her around the ring. That was dope. You remember when they was uh, beefing with each other, the twins? They was like, "I wish you would have died in the womb." Yeah, I mean, that, <laughs> yeah. But the thing was, like, that didn't even make sense though, because like Nikki came in to uh, turn on Brie when Brie was already getting her ass whooped. <laughs> like, I understand if she was whooping on Stephanie, and then Nikki came in and turned on her. But Stephanie had it in the back, so there was no need for Nikki to interfere. Yeah, I mean, and that's like bad booking, you know. So yeah, <laughs> I was entertained. Are you? Look, uh, yeah, the, be- yeah. the best the best way to watch wrestling now is to not know anything and not care and not care and not about yeah. the booking and stuff. When you watch it like that, it's a lot more well, easy. Well, see, that's the thing, you know, because like the only notes I take for this show. Is that in to pertaining of questions? You know, like people send in questions. Like we have a couple questions here that we're gonna answer here in a little bit. But that's as far as wrestling goes. That's the only thing that I look into. You know, is yeah or whatever. But like, I I treat wrestling like I treat any TV show or movies or whatever. I I want to go in knowing as less as possible because it's more enjoyable that way. And then yeah, sometimes you have to turn your brain off, but. Sometimes yeah. <laughs> that shit is like it it, tur- yep. it automatically knocks the switch back on by accident when they botch. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So, so question. Uh, no, oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. What's your question? Because I have an analogy I wanted to use. But was so what was women's evolution better than uh, the Saudi Arabia show? Because I, I I enjoyed the women's evolution evolution pay per view. Yes, it was. Okay, in my That's opinion. It. In my opinion, I don't know if anybody else will say that, but I, I, I seeing both. Well, seeing the Women's Evolution pay per view in full, and seeing bits and pieces of the um, Crown Jewel event, I would definitely say that the Evolution special was better than the Crown Jewel event. And I say that because I mean we spoke about it on the last episode. They were just doing what they had to do because they were financially and contractually obligated to do so, and that's all this was. And you know, I don't give a fuck if I spoil it for anybody, but Shane McMahon won the best in the world cup tournament, which was I saw that. Yeah, which I saw was that. a la 
a King of the Ring tournament, really. Um, and then what? Uh, DX won the the freaking geriatric bowl match. And um, what else happened? I mean, that was really the only shit that happened. Brock Lesnar won the belt again. And I tell you why some of these things, you know, people were frustrated with. But to me, you know, in my mind, it makes sense because, all right, you had your prominent stars back out. I'm pretty sure they gave them the opportunity, even if they didn't ask to not go to the show, like Daniel Bryan, Cena, and a couple other people. That's why they had so many fill-ins and so many replacements. Your champions had to go or whatever. Um, But... They just went there and they did the bare minimum. They went there and did like the housiest of house shows you can possibly do, you know, with bigger marquee stars. So, do, so do you think that was punishment for the 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 thing that happened? I'm not I'm not too uh, I'm not well versed on all the information, so I don't even want to speak on it. Yeah, but um, you think WWE is like, nah, we're just gonna give them bare minimum because they don't really, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, who's gonna give the women bare minimum? Yeah. No, no, no. The uh, the people of Saudi Arabia. Oh, oh. Just hmm. let's not I, let's not yeah. work our butts off too hard. I, I think I think it's the opposite. Because uh, like name the card of Crown Jewel. Like what happened on the card of Crown Jewel, uh, Rob? Um, like that, like who was the card? Not not the results, but who who fought? Like what were the matches? It was the World Cup tournament, and I, I'll pull it up here so, so okay. I can be accurate. Because like I said, I didn't watch it all the way through. Okay. But, like, it's not even results based. Like, but the the card to me like shows me how how much of an effort they're putting on a show, and uh, and I think uh, while Rob is pulling that off, uh, Braun Strowman versus Brock Lesnar. That's a like that was a that was a match, correct? Yeah, that was for yeah, the universal. I, I think that's a that's like that's going all out because it could have just been like no, no, no. I mean, as far as performance wise, like, uh, hey, don't. Don't uh, do too much. Just you know. Yeah, but I think I think what the the tribute for troops that's like WWE half assing and like and that's nothing against the troops, but like they sh- yeah they should do that. They, no, uh, yeah. a tribute to the troops show yeah. is leaps and bounds better than the shit they did here. Oh no! A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Basically, basically, this was a nostalgia show for people with a lot of money. You know. yeah, and and that's what that's that's what I'm getting. Oh, uh, because Saudi Arabia is known for hey, you're a beautiful girl on Instagram in America. Come come here, I'll pay you a million dollars, and hey. I'm gonna yeah. That, that's that's <laughs> basically what this is. I mean, you heard of Kim Kardashian yes. going out there, Janet Jackson going out there, all these other Usher, all these other people are getting paid to go out there and perform and whatever. This is no different from that. Obviously, yeah. because of the incident that happened, the reporter got out there and got murked and shit. Now they're trying to cover it up. Uh, whatever the case may be, I don't know the specific details, like John was saying, but they were getting flack about, you know, still going over there and doing this show that they already took the money for, already have a contractual obligation to do and all this other stuff. And they probably booked it like a year ago or however long yeah, they so, did it. Yeah, I mean, and then here we are as fans talking about, man, they should have not gone, they should have freaking uh, ate the money or tried to get the money back. And you know, but we don't know nah. what's going on. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. On. I don't know. That's why I'm like, uh, whatever. But I mean, <laughs> I they, they they went there and they pretty much did they mandatory contractually ob- obligated show. That's just how the 
the tone of the show was. So what do you think about Cena and uh, Brian pulling out? Like, I, I don't I just don't know all the details about it. That's why I'm asking all these questions. Well, I think it's just in light of the situation. You know, an American reporter went over there and presumably got killed by the Saudi government or whatever the hell happened. So John Cena being, you know, Hulk Hogan 2.0, you know, I'm an American. He's an American. I ain't going over there to support no shit like that. So he backed out. Daniel Bryan probably had similar feelings. I mean, I'm not speaking on their behalf. This is just what I think. So, you know, they backed out of the show. They didn't want to go to Saudi Arabia. So that's why you had a whole bunch of people filling in for the people that they that didn't want to go over there. And if WWE had to go there, you know, they didn't have no other choice in the matter or whatever the case may be. They should have that option for some of the whatever performers they can do without if they didn't want to go. They should they should have that option. You know, now, now was the crowd entertained, though? I mean, they were being stereotypical fans, you, you know, mm. you know, those type mm-hmm. of fans to where they really don't know what's going on, but they just kind of do what everybody else does. Because at, <laughs> yeah. at some point there was a CM Punk chant. I mean, CM Punk that big in Saudi Arabia? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So far, I mean, just started it just because it was the cool thing to do. <laughs> you know, so well, I mean, as long as the audience have fun, because because from going to a wrestling show, uh, you taught me and Todd went and like and watching the same show on TV, it's a huge difference of yeah, it's a huge, huge. It's totally different from TV. First of all, you don't have Michael Cole boring you to death. (laughs) 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 And you've been too, Rob. So, you know, it's more fun live. Like It's just like it was it was fun for the people there in attendance. But as long as they were entertained. Yeah. But for us here, knowing the circumstances and, you know, looking at this show, it was like, they just went there and did their bare minimum so they can get the fuck out of there and go home. Because, <laughs> like, think Makes about sense. it. You got, they had majority of veterans there. I mean, other than Seth Rollins and um, freaking, who else? That was it. Pretty much. They didn't have any young guys there. All these guys are seasoned veterans. All these people who probably may or may not be with the company too much longer. So, if they go here and do this show, that people got the stank eye at, it's not really going to hurt them because they're not going to be around too much longer or they have a limited schedule so you won't see them a lot anyway. That's why it makes mm-hmm. sense for Shane McMahon to win the Best in the World tournament because, yeah. I mean, he's not a on, really an on-air personality as far as you know professional wrestlers go. I mean, he comes in and comes out or whatever and it makes sense for Brock Lesnar to win because Braun, other than Seth Rollins, there's Braun Strowman who's another young superstar that you don't want to soil him with that stink, so you don't give him the belt there, you know. So, oh yeah, yeah, because historically that would have been he won it at at in Saudi Arabia. Exactly. At, uh, I mean, you, yeah, you, you don't want it. Make that's that's smart business. You don't want that your young sense. talent to be soiled with some stink like that, you know. Especially yeah. if they're gonna be around for a while. So that's why it's like it wasn't nothing but veterans that went there, you know, pretty much. Undertaker, Triple H. Kane, Shawn Michaels. I mean, who gives a fuck if they go to Saudi Arabia and do a show? I mean, it's good for the people in attendance. I mean, it sucks that Shawn Michaels came back for that shit, but it is what it is. Hmm. And Raw hasn't come on yet as we record and the episode that was recorded yesterday was before the Raw 
after the Crown Jewel event. I'm still sticking with it. I've been saying this since Brock Lesnar won the title at the Crown Jewel event that Braun Strowman is going to win it tonight on Monday Night Raw. Because of the circumstances of why he lost, Baron Corbin jumped him before the bell. You hit him in the head with the belt. Then Brock took advantage of him. Then they had a match and Braun lost. So I believe that Braun is going to get his rematch tonight. Probably beat up Baron Corbin too. And he's going to win the universal title tonight. I've been saying that since Brock won. And I hope it happens. (laughs) I just don't understand why. Like Braun is the one person who can crush Brock and it's believable. Yeah. see, Like the the way Goldberg crushed Brock. Yeah, see, and that's the thing. I mean, I know they already had a match before, but it it was on point to be that kind of, to, in my mind, it kind of had that feel of it was going to be like a Goldberg-Brock match, but they set yeah. it up to where it made Braun vulnerable by him getting jumped in the beginning of the match before it started. Mm-hmm. No, took, yeah. He took, that makes sense. He took, that makes sense. He took but. five F5s. <laughs> Damn. I mean, yeah, that, so, that makes oh, that makes sense. So but. if if that's not priming Strowman to be, you know, something big later on by taking five F5s and still hanging in there and getting jumped before the match, you know, yeah. you see what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, no, no, I, I 100% agree with you. I just thought if, if Braun Strowman were to just come in and hit Brock with like three moves and win, that wouldn't tarnish Brock. That would put all the momentum on Braun and make him like, like one of the greatest uh, performers ever. Yeah, that put him up there as like a like as one of those as one of the best guys. Yeah, that's awesome. But uh, questions? Yes, let's roll into the questions. Um, we ha- we take questions here on the show as submitted by you, the listeners. Uh, you can tag your questions on Twitter using the hashtag Wit Talk. That's a W I T T A L K. And um, the first question comes from Jeremy. You can follow him at EP. Up, Jeremy. Yeah, you can follow him on Twitter at EPLANNFL. And his question is If you were to open a wrestling themed restaurant, what would a few of the dishes be named? So, what, what would your menu entail if you had some uh, wrestling themed hmm. uh, menu items? The people's, the, stone, pe- the people's Pizza, the Stone Cold Iced Tea. <laughs> the people's pizza. The people's pizza. The, uh, uh, what, what is that? Um, the 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 jabroni jelly rolls or something. The jabroni know. jelly roll. The mean jeans smash burger. Mean jeans smash burger. Smash burger. Uh, uh, ooh, some uh, Brutus the Barber beefcakes. Oh, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> that was a layup right there. The rock bottom flapjacks. <laughs> rock rock bottom okay. flapjacks. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Um, uh, oh. the, the New Day Sunny Side Up uh, eggs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. New Day. Yeah, the New Day. Um, New Day. I'm going to get some of that Naomi Rump Roast. <laughs> Rump Roast. <laughs> the pop, Pipe Bomb Hot Wings. The, yeah, the Pipe Bomb Hot Wings. Ooh, those would be amazing. Yeah. If I like hot uh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Hot wings are dope. You don't like hot wings? I mean, I like hot wings, but I don't like no hot wings, <laughs> oh, if you know hot. what I'm saying. Yeah, no, no. I don't like I don't like hot wings. I just like, you Man. know, spicy oh, wings. Those, you know? those ha- habanero hot wings, bro. I want, and, um, I want to be able to taste stuff. the food, you know, not the hot right, shit. Right, right. <laughs> so what, what else? Uh, uh, um, shit. 
a Ruby Riot la, ra, ra, ah, Ruby Riot Raspberry Lemonade. <laughs> oh yeah, those, those are pretty good. Um, dang, yeah, that's about it. The, the uh, No Chance in Hell Burger. It, it it'll be a contest burger, <laughs> and if you finish it, you get your picture on the wall. Oh yeah, yeah, no no yeah it'd be like yeah. a six ounce hamburger with all the sides. <laughs> Yeah, and they had to oh, play. Yeah, they played No Chance in Hell on loop as you eat the burger. F <laughs> five nachos. F five. F five. Yeah, that nachos. could be like some hot wings too. That can be like F five you know, like for hot. I don't know. Oh, probably the Suplex City nachos, but they have like a whole bunch of jalapenos and stuff on it. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. F five is supposed to be like the tornado, like yeah. F five tornado. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Be like the Suplex City souffle. <laughs> It may taste good. It may look delicious. It looks all soft and creamy, but it's gonna take you to Suplex City. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna get. I'm gonna gonna use a submission. Let's finish this. (laughs) Oh, the Paul Heyman ham roast. Oh yeah. (laughs) I'm gonna use um um, CM Punk's uh submission move. I'm gonna get the Anaconda rice. Anaconda rice. <laughs> Instead of Anaconda vice. The Anaconda rice. Uh, the Ministry of Darkness sacrificial lamb. lamb. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> you can get it on like the Undertaker plate or whatever with this symbol and shit. <laughs> right. sacrificial. Listen, we're creative people. We're going to come up with some. Yeah, good. right, right, right. These are all great stuff. The, the Razor Ramon strip steak. Yeah. <laughs> You have to eat it with a knife or a switchblade <laughs> or a razor. Let's see. Let, 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 let's try to get some uh, some New Japan people in here. Let, let me I, was, get, I was trying to think of some of that. Get the Okada rolls. The Okada <laughs> rolls. Yeah. The American Nightmare hamburgers. Uh, that could be like nah, some big ass like so. nachos or whatever. The uh, American Nightmare. <laughs> yeah, the American Nightmare. Uh, uh, some, the, cl- the villain pasta. <laughs> Villain pasta, yeah. The cleaner chimichangas. <laughs> the cleaner oh, yeah, because it'll clean your colon. Bang! Good night. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Young Bucks burritos. <laughs> I'm down with that. Yeah. Yeah, get, it, comes with two, it comes with two of them. Yeah, you get super kicked in the mouth with flavor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boom! Right. You got to eat them both. You got to eat them both at the same time. I already time. see the marketing campaign for that. Those burritos. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, we got to call the restaurant the Bullet Club, and then oh. have all those things inside of it. Oh, so man. the Young Bucks burritos, the cleaner chimichangas, <laughs> uh, villain. What'd you say? Villain pasta. Villain pasta. The elite uh, fish dinner plate. <laughs> the, the the elite. <laughs> Elite combo meal. Let's just call it the elite, elite com- combo. Yeah, the, the, the elite, <laughs> seafood, the elite combo meal. Elite seafood platter. Uh-huh. Oh man, we 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 can uh freaking Tapatanga Chimichanga. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> the Tamantanga tapioca. Tamantanga. Pudding. There you go. <laughs> right, yeah. Ooh, no, no, no. The Come what's on. the name Tamantanga? We're trying to move on, Todd. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> All right. Tamatanga. Is that is that USC colors right there? I see. Yes, yes, USC colors. You know. <laughs> Fight on. All right. Anyway. The next question comes from the Will Barrel Full of Dicks Internet Radio Program. You can right. you can follow them on Twitter at WFO Dicks. <laughs> All right. 
They're, they're you, just, qu- you like saying dicks, don't you? Penis. <laughs> All right. um, their question is, um, I bought a Razor Ramon Funko Pop guy at Target. He doesn't have the toothpick. Do I glue one on or do I take it back? <laughs> take it back. No, no, no. You glue one on and then take it back. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> like this, this needs to be a tiny, tiny toothpick. Maybe it's there, and, and you just don't see it yet because the Funko Pops. They're that's what they call right, Funko. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Yeah. They, maybe it fell off in the box somewhere. You just gotta shake it up. Probably. Yeah. I don't know, but uh, one of the um, replies to this was is like I would just hold on to it because you know it might be one of those oddities or like a rare edition or whatever. Like this is the only one that didn't have a toothpick, so that I would, didn't have a toothpick. Yes, yeah. I would hold on to it. it. Yeah, I hope he didn't open it. No, I hope not either. Mike, don't open he... it. <laughs> well, I believe if he contemplating on taking it back, he probably didn't open it. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he. I'll, yeah, they don't come with toothpicks. Yeah. Oh, so you're looking it up. All right, Mike, it's fine. Just keep it. <laughs> All right, glue glue the toothpick on and then take a picture and then try to resell it. Be like, this is the only one that comes with the toothpick. Yeah, or you can just go buy another one and put a toothpick on it so you don't damage the other one. <laughs> and then you can sell it for double the price. That way it'll pay for both of them that you just bought. Boom. Happy hey, yo. Hey, yo. <laughs> I think, yeah. No, but would you be damaging it though if you put a toothpick on it? I think you'll actually raise the price of it. I don't know. He 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 knows people who knows people, so they can probably do it all delicate like. But if you are into Funko Pops, um, look up this dude on Facebook. I think is a uh, what what is this dude name? I'm trying to get him on the show here pretty soon. It's um Ben's. That's Ben's with a Z. Ben's custom pops this dude do phenomenal work he makes nativity scenes with him and shit this fucking crazy stuff. <laughs> that's hilarious their eyes crazy. light up and all kind of crazy shit that's dope uh, i'm thinking of making a, a sir john a, lee one a, re- a, re- a wrestling theme um nativity nativity scene now yeah i'm thinking that'd be, dope. That'd be a dope album cover I, this is this is pretty good though guys i'm gonna I'm I'm probably get that dude on the show that i just mentioned about the funko pops and make him a random rounds with rob funko pop have him with my little r wwe belt and shit <laughs> uh, hey yo that, that would be a uh dope funko pop of the you know how i was dressed on my cover art for uh yeah, wolves with the with the blazer and the yeah and the um with the mm-hmm. little with the little tummy showing, <laughs> the little tummy. <laughs> and the blue jeans and the Adidas. No. You can do got your, a little tummy. Oh, you can do your little melancholy yes. one. You can have one holding a balloon and shit. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, that'd be some dope. Mo- yeah, you would make a great Funko Pop. Yeah. He, he Wait, so you guys see this next album cover, bro? Oh, that looks sick. Yeah, right. The, he put. I think he put the uh, toothpicks in there, and I think he drew eyes on it. Okay. So, you know, Funko Pops, their eyes are like all black. Yeah, we got some Funko Pop images in the chat that I'll put up on the website. All yeah, right. So, so let's uh, scroll yeah. on to our next question. Our next question comes from Mike. You can follow him on Twitter at Main Event Swerve. And his question mm-hmm. is, we hear a lot of talk about WWE and catering to casual fans in marquee matchups. So if you had the 
to convince someone to watch WWE who had never seen it before, what is the one match that um, you would refer them to? You know, one wrestling moment, not in a match, but um, what show? What show would that person? Hold on, wait. So not a match, yeah, like not a, a match, a moment or something like that. A moment. Okay. Um, wait, does it have to be like recent or can it be like of all time? Shit, all time if you refer in a casual fan. Because I mean, uh, they don't have that n- I, knowledge of it. I don't want to set them up to fail like that. Because <laughs> they're like, wait, where? What? You show me this, but I'm looking at that. What? This doesn't add up. What's going on? Um, yeah, it says, um, what is the <laughs> one match and the one wrestling moment? Not, not the moment within the match that uh, uh, you would show them. Uh, a person for the first time never seen wrestling. You know, what would be your recommendation seen. as far as moments go and as far as matches go? So one match and one moment. Okay. Uh, oh, moment. Well, I'll go, go, Johnny. I, I got one. I got one match. I got I a know. moment. I have a moment. But go ahead. You, you do uh, I would say I would tell them to watch Shawn Michaels versus Mankind at uh, Mind Games. Wait, no. Was that Mind was that Mind Games that in your house event? It was like 96. Maybe. I think it, it might have been. My, yeah, I think it was Mind Games. I'll, I'll tell them to watch that match. Uh, Ty, you go ahead and do the moment. The moment that you have to watch. The, the, the moment that you have to watch and, and you will be, this for a rushing fan, the CM Punk pipe bomb. Oh yeah! Out of context, out of context, oh, yeah. that is amazing. Like, you can just have him sit there and just complain about the company, and this guy's just pissed off. It reminds you of that one worker in the office. I don't work in the office, but like that one worker at work who actually stands up to the boss, and it's just like one of those. Like that's the reason why it's one of the top moments in WWE ever. You don't know if it's fake. You don't know if it's real. The person watching is like, wait, is this real or fake? Like, what's going on? They cut off his mic and everything. Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. I think that's what – that's a moment I will show, like, my girlfriend or someone who doesn't watch, you know, wrestling or anything. Word. That, that is pretty yeah. good. Yeah, that, that's yeah I think that's a good starting point. That's a good, yeah, that's a good starting point for me. The, the, um, thing, the thing that's popping up in my mind as far as moments right now is uh, when damn – Macho Man and Elizabeth got married, and they opened up the presents at the reception, and the snake and popped out. Snake. Oh yeah, and everybody Take the was, snake. Yeah, yeah. Everybody That's was freaking cool the fuck out. <laughs> uh, uh, I'd say I would show them my favorite moment: uh, Yokozuna and uh, Crush and Diesel and the Samo- Wild Samoans jumping the Undertaker, throw him in a casket, and then Undertaker emerging to the heavens. Yeah, you you spoke about uh, that last time. Yeah, yeah that, that I think that's what got me hooked. So yeah, as a kid, seeing that on VHS, like, oh, oh wow, I I, I like this. I think uh, um, <laughs> match wise, I mean, I if would... I could, yeah, I would probably suggest the. Uh, I mean, it kind of sucks because they. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Does, but, um, does it? The, does it have to be? Does it have to be WWE? No, it can be any. It didn't say. It didn't specify the WWE. I would I would show Will Ospreay and Ricochet yeah, that in is New fun. Japan. Yeah, that is that's fun. just some of the most entertaining athletic like when you watch wrestling in the WWE, it's kinda like I can do that, I just don't want to. Oh, like, I have you know, another match. Like uh, and yeah. it 
by by how how it looks you can't do it of course the normal person can't do it you need to be trained in order to not hurt anybody or take bumps or whatever but by the naked eye watching wrestling okay i can throw a punch. i could fake throw a punch i could pick somebody up and slam them on the ground or i can get slammed and pretend like it hurts or whatever and i'm not saying you can i'm just saying in your mind in your average person's mind you oh i can do that um especially when uh, even when you watch soccer and this is not a diss at all to soccer people but when you watch like oh, i could kick a ball around i could you know get the ball and kick it to the next person or whatever but there's something about a show of athleticism like when you watch basketball and someone just de- declines and just dunks over like three people or like shoots from half court and it goes in like three times in a row that will osprey and ricochet their matches, especially the one in New Japan, I don't know the um, name of the show they wrestled, but that level of athleticism that they showed in there, the I know it's flippy dudes and whatever, but it's just a level of athleticism and entertainment and awe-inspiring. Like, and there's and there's a story in it too. Like, I don't even know the story behind it, but you could just tell none of them wanted to give an inch. Yeah, but did you see the so, follow, did you see the follow up match to that? I probably I've, I've watched like I watched three of their matches because they had a match immediately after well not immediately but they had a match sometime after that first initial one where they just went balls out but yeah they did their ring entrances and they didn't even get out of their ring gear yet and they started fighting and it was just <laughs> counter, they, yeah. they was countering the shit out of each other and they were still in their entrance gear and everything their coats and oh, everything that's dope see that's even okay like even pointing to that. Any yeah okay any one of their fights like that like I think that I I could show someone that and they'll be interested in it and yeah. yes you could be like oh it's fake whatever but it's stunt work it's like watching Batman and Superman fight or or the reason why we go crazy uh, at the Civil War airport scene yeah we know most of it's CGI but when you're in the moment you're looking at these heroes fight each other and they're and you and they're not even. And it's funny how, like, that's one of my favorite scenes of all time. And even in the uh, scene, uh, the thing between, there's a moment when Hawkeye and Black Widow, like, Hawkeye has her pinned down. And she's like, uh, are we still friends? And he's like, depends on how hard you hit me. It's like, <laughs> yeah. they're pulling their punches. It's like, you know, they're pulling their punches. They're just trying to just, you know, kind of fight each other. But it's still, like, amazing watching it. And that's how I feel about the Will Ospreay and Ricochet matches. Yeah, it, you know it's fake, but it's entertaining. the spectacle of it is looks amazing. And like to your analogy about the Hawkeye and um, Black Widow or whatever, I can remember um, when I was playing basketball, you know, a while back, like years ago. You know, mm-hmm. I would um, have another guy out there. We'd be tired as fuck. And we would always guard each other because we know we wouldn't go be at full speed and shit. Be like, yeah, I'm going <laughs> yeah, just post up yeah. on you, dog. You just post up on me. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's cool, man. We'll just we'll just pretend like, you know, we'll put on a good show. Honestly, okay. I would I would show them Goldberg and DDP at Halloween Havoc, too, as well. That's an extremely stiff match. And it looks <laughs> hella real, like in the way um when uh, DDP tried to flip Goldberg from his legs and the way he flipped up and came yeah. back up and just... Ooh. Yeah, DDP yeah, I, Goldberg. I think yeah. that'd be... That's Goldberg's greatest match. Yeah. Um, I, have a, I, have, I also have an obscure one. I would show... And this is very obscure. No one would ever think of this. And this is not even like probably the top 100 matches of all time. Mm. It probably is in some people's book, but 
if you really wanted to have the essence of wrestling as far as fan part, uh, participation, um, storytelling, um, all that stuff, and this isn't as much storytelling, but it, this is everything rolled into one. Shinsuke Nakamura versus um, Zane in one in uh, NXT Takeover. Okay, that, I, I I gotta see that. I haven't seen that. That is one. That is a, like before. Like they they stand there for five minutes, and it's like on the level of Rock and Goldberg in the ring, mm-hmm. not presence wise, but as far as fan participation, like. It is crazy. It's like Snakamura, Sammy's, and they're just like cheering yeah. and like the and before they even start fighting, they just the the fight forever chance start, and it's like it's 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 nuts. Yeah, and like, it's crazy. Uh, Sammy, I, I show someone who doesn't even watch wrestling that, and they're like, "Wow, this is like crazy." I, for, I forgot. Oh, I forgot, oh, go ahead. I forgot whose show he was on, Sami Zayn, but he was talking about that whole moment how they hadn't talked about nothing, they hadn't planned nothing, and he's like, yeah. "If you go back and watch that match when Shinsuke making his interest, he said he was in the ring smiling ear for ear because he was like, <laughs> he was like, the fans don't know what the hell we about to do right now.'" <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it, it was, and you couldn't tell because it was like one of it, it is one of the greatest matches i've ever is seen it, is it better than cesaro versus sammy at the first takeover it's up there. that match is nuts too yeah yeah that match is nuts too except it's it's up there it's up I got, there. i'm gonna watch it i'm gonna watch the, it the, the spots in the cesaro and sammy Zayn one are crazier because you know cesaro and, just puts on a show and then they had a series so i mean you had to watch their whole series because um they yeah. they series plays heavily off of that first match that they had together. They had a lot of callbacks yeah. and stuff like that. Um, oh, the, yeah, yeah. The match that I'm going to recommend is uh, what had me um, bring an eye to Kenny Omega. And it was um, him versus Kushida. I forget what um, pay-per-view event it was. But this particular match drew my eye to Kenny Omega because uh, Kushida's move is the hoverboard lock. It's um, a freaking a double freaking... It's like it's a, arms. Yeah, arm, I forget what it's called. It's the, like a double hand hammer surfboard. lock type thing or whatever the fuck. But um, it looks like a Kimura or a key lock. So the whole match, goddamn, Kushida worked Kenny Omega's arm, and Kenny Omega sold the fuck out of it. Even so much <laughs> to where Kenny Omega had to do his finishing move with one arm. I mean, set him up, put oh, him up on the shoulder, so and everything. And that's what like kind of brought my gaze to Kenny Omega and was like, God damn, this dude fucking picking people up and doing moves with one arm and shit. Like, his whole story arc, Kenny Omega's whole story arc is just amazing with the golden lovers and shit. I saw some fan meshed up the whole thing from start to finish mm-hmm. of like, of like his whole career. is That's one of the best stories I've ever seen. And and the consistency, like WWE would have bailed on that like a year later. But the consistency when it like next raw, actually. (laughs) Yeah, right. The next raw. But like the fact that what three or four years later, Kenny Omega still has hesitations on attacking uh, Kota Ibushi. And it goes back like that's crazy. It even goes back further than that because they used to tag team with each other like damn near 10 years ago and i've seen i've seen old video footage of them you know in tag matches where they're opposite each other and he didn't even want to attack coda then and they was fighting against each other in the same matches like that's that's amazing that's great storytelling that is great 
grade A storytelling. That's what frustrates me about WWE. It was, it was funny too because like he would tag in and he would hit Coda and he would go down. And he'd be like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." <laughs> oh, are you? Are you okay? <laughs> but most recently, when they had to face each other, like in the tournament or um, that title match, they beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> oh man, yeah. But um, Man, that's our recommendations, and I would like to roll into our uh, final two questions because we we can do this all day. And yeah, unfortunately, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, we got some other segments. We got some other segments. We got to get it through. Go ahead. All right. Um, the next one I got is oh shit! It's specifically for Sir John Lee. Oh, how? It's you have, a, you have a fan. Yeah, it's it's me. I'm cashing in. Oh, <laughs> son of a <laughs> You got sixty oh, seconds. Oh no, no. You got Wait, six, really? Can I have that one? <laughs> you got sixty seconds on the clock. Your time I don't starts now. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. Go. Listen, as a person who does music, I am a very audio visual type person. <laughs> I love to hear what I'm seeing. I like to see what I'm seeing. Now, when <laughs> I see you. What I see and I hear the effect of this <laughs> ghetto gobber where she's just two-handing your man's cock and just <laughs> and just spitting on it and and, <laughs> and she's just going at it. It's just the most enjoyable moment that one person could ever have because you you could just you could just, you don't even have to watch it. You could just put on your headphones and sit back. <laughs> And have and have at it at yourself, and just hear what she's doing to this man's little dick, <laughs> and, and you're just gonna have a, a a hell of a time. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna bust one for the ages, and you're gonna have fun. And that is why the ghetto gagger is the greatest of all time. Thank you. Time that was perfect. <laughs> oh man, I I low key want to experience that. Well, doing our I never even thought of that shit. Doing listening, listening, just sit, sitting back and listening to it. No, no visual, no nothing. Just listening to the act of someone choke on something. I probably isolate the sound and put it on the website. Yeah. <laughs> I might find like a a safe forward version on YouTube or something so I can put yeah, it. Yeah. Like I, w- I want to hear, I want to hear one where she's like, like close to death type of thing. Where <laughs> no. she's like, sounds like she's drowning. Uh, oh, have you, have you ever seen them old school videos called uh, "Safe for Work" porn? Nah, what, for real. Yeah, they got like um, porn clips set to music or whatever, and there's somebody like this. Oh, vi- overlaid. Yeah, they overlaid the visual effects over it, so it, yeah, it looked like okay, a- funny. Funny thing is, funny thing, uh, Johnny, you were there for that, uh, the short film we shot with the creepy dude, with the uh, dude who kidnapped the chick, uh, Johnny. I'm trying to remember. With, with Charday, the one with the Asian. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. What it, happened it, to that movie? When is it? I don't know. What to figure out. But um, we actually, like, we needed a clip of him watching porn. And we were doing a shot where it's like behind him. So you could kind of see the computer. He's blocking the computer, but you can kind of see like the edges of the computer. Yeah. So what we did was we pulled that YouTube clip up. <laughs> oh, where, the, where it's like cartoons overlaid. Yeah, yeah. it's cartoons right. over the porn. And he's like watching it. But it's like blurred out. But you can see the figures moving, but you can't tell what it is. But it's supposed to imply porn. But, you know, we have the safe work version on it. And after we would call cut, we would just be busting up laughing because... <laughs> 
we put that on. It was pretty good. So our next question (laughs) comes from Glenn Abbott. You can follow him on Twitter at G.A. Wrestle Nut. Not skeet skeet like the ghetto gaggers, but (laughs) you know what I'm saying? All right. His question is, what was it that got you interested in professional wrestling in the first place? China. (laughs) <laughs> one uh, night I thought you was talking about the, the country who wants to go first um, oh, I, got I can you. go I got you because oh, I, I mean go ahead, go ahead. They, they've heard mine before on the other show but um, professional wrestling is not what got me into professional wrestling per se it is a specific professional wrestler, but not the act of him performing acts of wrestling in a professional wrestling ring. So I come across Hulk Hogan in Suburban Commando in all these other movies and everything. And that's how I come to know what professional wrestling is, because I went to a video store to find more Hulk Hogan movies. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I seen him on the cover of like a WrestleMania tape. And I was like, WrestleMania? What the fuck is this? But it's that guy from that movie. So I'm going to just rent this anyway. And that's how I found out what yeah, wrestling was. Yeah, <laughs> that's back when you just rented stuff just because of the cover <laughs> art. Oh, I missed that. Those are the days. Now we have Rotten Tomatoes that ruins everything. Exactly. Because Ven- no. Venom wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah. I, I have to go see that. I, seen I, I got scared off from it. It was okay. It was a buddy cop movie. <laughs> yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah, straight up buddy I cop. The, I hear the first third of it is very boring, but then it starts to pick up and then it starts to like go. Yeah, it builds it. Yeah, okay. Sir John? Uh, I think I... I I think I said it on the last set, but... Um, Shit, you said it on this one too when they beat up The Undertaker and you went into yeah. the heavens. <laughs> Yeah, my godbrother had a VHS tape of uh, Royal Rumble 94. I think that was. And uh, I, I don't remember anything else from that tape, but uh, the very last moment when Undertaker got jumped, thrown in the casket, and he ascended to the heavens. That's how I got into uh, wrestling. Pretty much The Undertaker. Only watched it for The Undertaker. Then I got into Sting. and I like dark characters. That's weird. Okay, but yeah. Sting later on Hulk Hogan, um, NWO, DX, and Bret Hart and stuff like that. But you that. know what's but, funny? You said you were into dark characters, but not now. One of them that you mentioned were black. Uh, right. <laughs> it was a double entendre. It was a double entendre. Okay. It's a Darknesses. Um, I remember Suburban Commandos. Um, it came out when I was one. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> but um, it molded I you remember, for the rest I, of your life. <laughs> remember when? Remember back when I used to get VHSs and they had like the trailers for movies on those VHSs. On the like first ever Ninja Turtles, they had the Suburban Commando trailer on there. Oh, so yeah. I would, I would like watch. I would like see it every now and then. I and miss those trailers on VHSs. Yeah, heck yeah! Like they were they, like, and that's all I knew about. Suburban Commander. I didn't even watch it fully. I was just like entertained by that. But how I got into it, I think I got on. I got on the. Tr- I got on the train when it was in its prime and before it like flamed out and before it got too popular. Yeah. Um, 
like I said, someone was talking about it. And so I was like, oh, let me check it out. And I watched it and got hooked. Um, the first episode I saw was SmackDown uh, Thanksgiving episode 90. What was yeah, that? 97? 99. I think D'Lo Brown versus somebody. I just remember just D'Lo Brown coming oh, down. <laughs> that, was the first ever, that was the first ever wrestler I've <laughs> ever head, man. seen. Then just shaking his head. He gets up on the turnbuckle and just starts shaking his head. And I was just like, oh, okay. And I watched the match and it was pretty good. So D'Lo Brown was the first ever wrestler I've ever seen wrestle ever. And I, I think I get a headache every time I try to uh, uh, mimic <laughs> his handshake. <laughs> Man, I remember doing that as a kid. I was like, oh, man. It felt like my eyes was just banging around in my head like some peas in a can or Dealing some shit. with the Mac Miller. <laughs> right, right. And I think I think uh, the next week, I tried to talk to Sir John, uh, to John Lee about it, to Johnny about it. And I was like, oh, yeah, D'Lo Brown, because that, that's all I knew. So I, like, played along and I was like, oh, yeah, I saw the D'Lo Brown versus so-and-so match. And then Johnny was all excited, like, yeah, yeah, that was a good match, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah. And he started going on. I was like, okay, yeah, you lost me there, but I'm going to just pretend you like I'm. Nerd. <laughs> I'm you nerd! You know too like much I... about wrestling. <laughs> nerd. But, uh, you know, I just, I mainly watched it because, like, it was one of those, what's that, what's that, uh, the fear of missing out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was one of those, and I would, I did not want to miss the train, so I just started watching it. But I got hooked um after like a couple of episodes and then uh if you guys uh listen to the episode three podcast you knew that my bedtime was at 10 so yeah. i would watch raw all the way up until the main event i couldn't watch the good parts because i had to go to bed at 10 yeah. and raw would end at 11 so i missed the second half of it so i was around for like everything I just couldn't watch it. So like here's here was the trick for me. I was able to watch it because we had the cable that showed East Coast time. Uh, oh yeah. So I was able to so like it went off for eight at eight for me. Yeah, it went off at eleven for me. Yeah, that's true. You had, yeah, you did have that. Because I remember I watched the full episode at your place one time and I was so happy. Yeah. All right. Our last question is going to lead into our next uh, topic of discussion. And um, I, I, I pretty much. Um, uh, yeah, you're going to have some feelings about this question is once I utter the words that I'm looking at on my screen right now. This question comes from uh, Anomaly. He was uh, the guest on episode five. And you can follow him okay. on Twitter at Anomaly 49 because the, the at symbol, the A makes the anomaly you see how he did that ah cool. uh, smart yeah all right yeah. branding branding yeah. branding yep so his question is are you ready you ready for it sure yep if you were able if you were about to eat Liv morgan's ass would you rub grape jelly or maple syrup on her bunghole wait 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 who Liv morgan there's a lot of I... ponytail She's part of the ride squad, the one with the two ponytails. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, 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 yeah. I I knew the ride squad. I just didn't know. I don't know. I just know Ruby Riot. That's it. Liv Morgan, grape jelly. What about chocolate? Is that an option? No, it's only grape jelly or maple syrup. <laughs> so so you can dine on these groceries. <laughs> 
I seen something nasty the other day. It was just like, um, make sure you check your groceries to make sure they're not spoiled or anything. It was this little pug. It jumped off on this very big dog's butt and started licking the, the, from behind. Oh, yeah. And he threw up. And then as soon as it finished, it, it threw up. I was like, you got to check your groceries. <laughs> you got to check your groceries. Well, well first, I'm, I'm a very... Uh, gaggish person so i probably would never be in a situation to eat anyone's ass yeah uh because unless it's ghetto gaggers then you yeah no 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 because first you need an enema to make sure that shit is properly cleaned yeah 100 yes like hell no (laughs) so it's a no for me dog <laughs> I don't care who it is. I don't yeah. care who it is. Hey, but but this is it. This question said if you were about to. So I mean, you're already in that compromise situation. Process, All right. So, so you, hypothetically, let's say I'm in that process. What with grape jelly or what maple, syrup? Maple, maple syrup. syrup. I I like maple syrup. I'm a maple syrup guy. Yeah. yeah. Hy- uh, hypothetically, maple syrup and shit is probably an okay. Yeah, and the maple syrup probably overpower it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, grape jelly. I don't know, because I mean, you got chunks, and then that, that can be kind of off for you. The chunks on chunks on chunks. <laughs> I'm going to go with the maple syrup. I know, but I'm trying to think grape jelly. I mean, hmm. It does. It is pretty good. Grape jelly is pretty good. I mean, it's good on biscuits and everything. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. These these are basically, yeah, you know, because the date, the depth of biscuits and ass kind of it's about the same. So that's why that's why I'm at a loss. Smart man, smart man. Yeah, buns, buns, biscuits, (laughs) biscuits. I might go grape jelly. All right, so we got two maple syrups and a grape jelly. All right, yep. Because I'm different. I'm different. I'm different. On top of that, I'm cashing in on Rob. Fuck. Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you had all the time. You got, wait, how much time you got? Like I got a minute? Seconds in my, 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 my shot clock on. All right, yeah, yeah. All so, right. Um, here I go. Rob, I just handed the briefcase to the to the ref, and he's about to ring the bell. Are you ready? That's a sweet chin music you're at. <laughs> here I go. All right. Let, let, let me ahead. tell you something, brother. It's a combo of uh, tag teams in this world to where, brother, you know, they they can't compare. And the tag team that I'm referencing right now, brother, is LeVar Ball and Kanye Rest, brother. You know, it's just two outlandish and creative and wildly entertaining minds come together in a squared circle, brother, to perform a verbal and literal smackdown, brother, you know. These two, the balls and the West, and you could call them West balls, or you can call them uh, Yeezy balls, or you can call them Laval West. You know, that's that's what they do. It's kind of like shipping them together, making them a, a, a team, a bona fide relationship, which a tag team is because you eat together, you sleep together, not in the same bed, hopefully not, but you ride on those long roads together, brother, and you just make the towns, you win the championships, you get the cash, and my time is up. <laughs> I, I have a conspiracy theory. I, what? After I seen that picture with Kanye and LeVar Ball, Kanye sure did step back on all that stuff. Exactly. Okay. I'ma just, I'm just call it now, LeVar Ball saved Kanye's life. So, wait, <laughs> not, not even. I'm, He's just yeah. the master the master 
of persuasion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Far yeah. ball is the goat, man. I love that guy. Yeah, I love, I love Lavar too. So and you're, um, you're saying he just pulled um, Kanye by a shirt collar and was like, "Hey, dog, let me holler at you over here, real quick." Let me holler. At you. <laughs> Like, and you know, wait, wait. I, oh, I, yep. I could, I could just see that meeting. Oh, you think you loud, Kanye? <laughs> like, just imagine. Just imagine. You take off the shirt like how he did on Raw and shit, stuff shaking around. <laughs> 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 he, 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 looking, he looking like Chunk from the Goonies doing the truffle shuffle and shit. <laughs> oh man, just one has been taking L's for a minute, and then one, another one has never lost. So that's yeah. a good combination. Yeah. Yeah, and he got an L in his name for Laval. <laughs> a loss. Yeah, that's the only L he taken. Never loss. Now, gentlemen, um, coming off that uh, question and that uh, awesome cash in, we're gonna roll into our next segment, which is where I key the central music that plays in the background, and we start discussing waterfall mania. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. I love that meme. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. Rob, in case you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, the Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp. John is just a Johnny is king of the beams. Oh. All right, so yeah, I love so, that. So the new co- we got two new combatants this this uh, recording um, that we're gonna add to the Waterfall Mania roster of combatants. Uh, we have five at the moment. Uh, we have uh, Katrina from Lucha Underground fame and uh, NXT. We have Tori Wilson. We have Nia Jax. We have Liv Morgan, and we also have damn, who's my fifth one? I forgot. Um, oh, the two that uh, I forget. Where's my Sergeant list? Lisa? Where's my list? I'm blanking. Oh, it's only a beautiful one. The ones oh, I just Alexa Bliss. Alexa, Alexa Bliss. Bliss. That's the fifth one. So we got Alexa Bliss, Liv Morgan, Katrina, and uh, Tori Wilson and Nia Jax. Yeah. So our new combatants that we're adding to that illustrious list <laughs> of ladies is Naomi oh, oh, oh. Yes. and Asuka now oh. we'll, we'll start with Asuka because um, I didn't know anything of Asuka until she hit the scene on NXT what about you? Same here same? same here same here who Asuka? yeah um, I knew I knew about her in J- in Japan, but uh, she you know but what? she she went she was going in over there. So yeah. you know what? I take that back. I saw you. I seen her first on YouTube fighting a guy, and he was like being really yeah. stiff with her. Oh yeah, that was a uh, probably Minoru Suzuki. He was yeah yeah. <laughs> Just, but, but yeah, I didn't see none of her Japan stuff until after she came into NXT or whatever. And uh, for me, at uh, first glance, you know, because we these are the ladies, we got to look at the visuals and everything. I thought visually she was, uh, you know, different. You know, she had the multicolored hair. I mean, I'm not saying that nobody has ever done the multicolored hair, but just the way that she done it and uh, with the different mask and everything and just all the, the her outfit looked like a whole bunch of patchwork. Like she just took a whole bunch of different fabrics fabrics and materials and stitch them shits together into an outfit. <laughs> one one piece of it that I don't think nobody really makes a fuss about or I never heard of it. It's just like the back of her tights. It looked like a thong in the back and shit. 
yeah with the with the what is it zebra print or uh leopard no cheetah print no wait something like what, that. whatever she got stripes on it yeah that's all i know and they're multicolored. yeah but um her in-ring performance uh for me like uh, her whole nxt run was pretty damn good even when she made the transition over into like a heel or whatever she was kind of like and she wasn't even really really cheating to win she just like did some you know underhanded tactics in the moment like she mm-hmm. she always had that I will hurt you for real type of thing going on yeah yeah now, like, she doesn't so much but back then it was like everybody be like oh I don't know I don't know if I want to fight her no yeah it, it, it was very intimidating I know that for sure like she came in looking like she was really kicking him punching people like her strong style was like really like like real like if it looked and the way it hit like felt real yeah it was like i was like dang she she really um what was the girl one of the the one that got fired cameron defunct the dactyl or whatever when they had oh, yeah, when they yeah, had their yeah. matches she tried to slap him she just spun her ass around into an arm bar like in an instant i was like yeah, yeah. damn yes she looked like she was playing rough Mm-hmm. And that's like, what it kind of felt like compared to what we're seeing now on main TV um, versus NXT TV. It's just like she was the big fish in the small pond, and now she's the fucking small fish in the big pond on TV. Now, is that yeah. a her problem? Or? I don't, no, I don't think it or, is. Or it's just everyone too scared to fight her. Like, I don't want to talk about the backstage stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know. I mean, to me, it's just like they have a issue with, you know, management of talent. They got so much of it and they want everybody to get they do. And there's a lot of the times that when they don't have nothing solid, they wind up getting misused and everything. Oscar, I forget. She she won Royal Rumble. I forgot. Yeah. Oh, my God. And the same thing be said for Shinsuke. Oh, yeah, yeah. Look at Shinsuke. Same thing. He won the Rumble that year, too. Both of them won that year. Same show. Yeah, same show. Racism. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, but the only Shinsuke, reason they won because they... The only reason they won the Royal Rumble because they say they are is funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That is so messed up. I'm sorry. It's jokes, people. Don't take me seriously. It's just, it's just jokes. Yeah. I've, what it, What has she done recently? Because I haven't watched. Um, What's who know, done recently? Oscar. Uh, Nothing. <laughs> Lose at WrestleMania. Um, make, that was bull, man. Yeah, make that was some, straight bull. Make some uh, waves on um, Mitch Max Challenge. Um, currently teaming with Naomi and they make a bomb ass group I mean as you brought up earlier kind of why we have these two as a pair for the combatants this evening yes hmm. women's tag team coming soon yeah that's the rumor man they're talking about they um gonna do that thing up Um, the word on the street is that some uh, live events uh, WWE management has been handing out we want women's tag titles signs for people in the audience 100% we should. We need those. We need those. And it's the same thing that you're gonna hear on every other wrestling podcast that's covering this or whatever. You know, I want your opinion too because we're we're no different. Um, you think right. it should be one overall tag title or yes, one, be, just one, just one. I think just well, 
Nah, because yes. then you would have to combine the the both no. of the women's rosters. I mean, uh, I mean, but, I, but it's I, kind of a lot of belts now, though. I I, flo- I floated this theory. Like, I to me, the more these, like, the more tiles you have, the more it feels like, um, what is that? Participation trophies. Yeah. Um, I I believe there should be one belt, one belt, but you don't need a brand split for that. Mm-hmm. You have one belt, and both shows fighting for that one belt to be on your show. So, I mean, it could work because I mean they were doing that for a while before they introduced these new titles anyway. Exactly. So um, you have one belt. Uh, let's say Brock Lesnar has it, and he's with Raw. On Raw, people on Raw are fighting for that belt, while people on SmackDown are fighting to be the number one contender for the next pay per view. Yeah. And then in the next pay per view, that person from SmackDown comes over and fights the person on Raw. Yeah, I mean they could do and, that. I feel, I feel like they could do that now whenever they. Um, fully kick in that Fox deal or whatever because you know it's going to be on a major television network and you're going to want the bigger stars over there so there's going to be some shakeups and trades coming here pretty soon and that would kind of suit that environment so you can cycle out your stars and everything on the major channels yeah no yeah 100% I, I agree with that but uh, yeah, I'm looking yeah at I like it, the one belt theory yeah I'm looking at it too is like I mean they have the WWE network. They're branching out and making all these different shows. They're branching out into other countries, making other NXTs and other performance centers in the future. Probably I would do that. But, um, what do you think about them making an all women's show? I, why not? I, why not? I, I think, think they can they hold should, their own now. I think they should switch the roles to be honest. <laughs> I think the men should be on the back burner and women should be, <laughs> on the forefront that's what yeah. i will watch. Could, did, was i talking to you guys about that or was that classy mm. uh i think because i was i was um i had this theory that the next face of the company would be a woman yeah they already have that charlotte and ronda rousey i was gonna say yeah. I, I think charlotte yeah but i think like like main event wrestlemania like officially the that's, face that's, like that's, the marquee match that is gonna be ended. That's going to be Charlotte and Ronda Rousey. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. Main event in the WrestleMania. Make it happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. 100% agree. It's going to happen. I'm telling you. It, it needs to happen sooner than later, though. Like, the more you put it off, I, the I, less. I believe they had the potential to do it this year. Um, when, I said it I before. I thought they were going to do it at Crown Jewel. I mean, at uh, uh, Women's Evolution. No, no, no. I'm talking about. Uh, WrestleMania, main oh event. WrestleMania, main yeah. oh that be the main event for yeah, WrestleMania. Sh- yeah, Charlotte and Ronda Rousey. I, I, I've been <laughs> it moved up my timetable the way things fell into place because originally I said within five to ten years that this could happen, and with how the landscape has changed as far as women's wrestling and the roster changes and all that stuff, I'm saying that it can be as soon as this year or maybe even next year that it could happen. Yeah, no, 100% agree. Um, but I. Uh, I just think you'll be leaving out the the true like women who kind of paved the way outside of Ronda Rousey. Yeah, Charlotte's in there, um, Becky Lynch, um, Sasha Banks, and um, Bailey. They kind of paved the way for this new women's movement. So, so you're you're against? Oh, oh. Are you against having a a woman exclusive show? Or are you for it? I'm for it. I'm 100 percent for it. Yeah, because yeah. then that way, since since we still have Becky Lynch's and Sasha Banks and stuff like that, we could have a mid card 
female title as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, true. And, and then pl- add the tag team onto that, and there's plenty of room to compete with just those three titles: a yeah. world yeah. championship, mid card, and the. And I'm even I'm even down for a fatal four way between uh, those people I named. Yeah, and he, when you were saying uh, Sasha Banks's name or whatever. Um, it brought me back to the previous question about the food dishes. I was like, I was, I would like some sa- Sasha sausage right now. Sa- Sasha sausage. Yeah. Sausage, sa- Sasha sausage. Sasha, Sasha salsa. Yeah. Sausage. Yeah, that too. Or, or sausage. But it would be, be even better if like Sasha Banks was like more manly, like China. That would be hilarious. <laughs> Sasha sausage. Oh, that's fucked up. That's fucked Sasha's up. Sausage. And then it'll be more ghetto gagger action. <laughs> yeah, more ghetto gagger action. They got sausage with sauce on the side. Yeah. Yep. Make sure My name br- is Sasha. Maybe make sure you bring your maple syrup. <laughs> but yeah, and um but uh and and then Naomi too. I know we were just talking yeah. about awesome. I know we're on the um wrestling waterfall. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. But uh, but, uh Naomi. We can't forget the beautiful Naomi. Oh, we would yeah. all this time on on Ask on Oscar. Oh my but, uh, god! But man, Naomi. Naomi. Yes. Whatever twin that is, he he's a lucky man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jay, Jimmy, they both lucky. Yeah. It don't matter. It don't matter. They both. <laughs> they both lucky. <laughs> no. It's just it's just crazy because like I remember seeing her like on the first season of Total Divas, her and her husband was wrestling around. And he bit on the booty. I was like, that's something I would do. Uh, it's a lucky man. I like, that's something I would do. I, I, I bite Miss B. Rob on the booty. <laughs> oh, you're a biter too, Rob. Yeah. Hey, welcome to the club, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think in the if we talk about women professional wrestlers and specifically the black ones, you know, I think she's one of the ones that's going to be up there for a long, long time or whatever. Because, you know, when you say black female professional wrestlers i automatically think of a uh, jackie jazz um yeah it, that's pretty much it that comes off the top of my head but i mean i, I think of naomi too and you know yeah she she, she has yeah you know, i mean she's very athletic and i mean accomplished she, too accomplished. don't forget all the accomplishments man no i remember back when she was uh, um a, uh what was they called the dance of Funkadactyls. whatever the funkadactyls funkadactyls uh, Johnny was like, "Yo, Naomi could wrestle, yo. Like, I seen some of her stuff. She could really wrestle." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Really? Why aren't they using her like that?" And she was with a Funkadactyl for like a year and a half, two years. Yeah, that's way too long to be paying your dues. Like, I hadn't uh, went back and looked at any uh, FCW stuff, but I, 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 I had to dive back into that. Yeah, yeah. She, she's, she's, she's dope. I think she's up there with the. Charlotte's in yeah, a hundred percent. She is up there, and Becky's and Sasha's and all. No, she, she, yeah, she's been in the game longer, but she <clears throat> came in at the wrong time. Like, I mean, she's here now, and that's great. She's in at the right time, but she came into the WWE at the wrong time. No, and I that's wish. why she was paying dues for so long. You know what? I wish. I, I, w- I wish. Um, as far as the network goes, that they would bring back. Uh, not bring back, but get all that FCW footage and put it on the network. Cause yeah, back when uh, oh they don't have that. Yeah, yeah back when Seth Rollins and stuff. Yeah, because they had um they had the match on there. With, uh, they had the match with CM Punk and um Dean Ambrose on there. 
Uh-huh. They had the um And the Shield actually had a triple threat on there. Yeah. Then they had that the was, um I wish they even go back to OVW stuff. Yeah. Like that would be cool too. Roman yeah. Roman Reigns and Tyler Breeze were tag champions at one time. <laughs> Leaky. Yeah, him and Xavier Woods was tag team champions as well. Just burying him and Fandango. Yeah, but what I didn't like about Naomi in the beginning or whatever, she damn used to wear those wigs with the bangs in the front. I didn't like that shit. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's like, that is so 2000 and like one. Early 2000s, yeah. Disgusting. Yeah, but I believe maybe maybe that was some uh person backstage like, no, you're going with the bangs. Trust me, trust me, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> but um bangs are it. I, I believe she improves just about every time she gets in the ring or whatever. I mean, I, I haven't seen too many botch videos with her that I can yeah, recall I anyway. Her in ring work is amazing. Yeah. Killer finisher that she could hit any at any time, anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, so, out of nowhere. So, like she's dope. Uh, and I'm pretty sure her husband appreciates it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure she hits it on her husband all the time. With the, ma- with the maple syrup. <laughs> yeah, with the maple syrup. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that just made me think of about that meme. Uh, with the cake, the the cake um batter and whipped cream all over a butt, and then the next picture is a dude with cake all over his face. All over his face. I thought of it. <laughs> Oh man, it's okay. It's all right. There ain't no problem. There ain't no problem. There ain't no problem. All right, next segment. All right, man. We as we close uh, the reservoir down on Waterfall Mania. Wait, wait, but before we go anywhere, I, I want to say one more thing. I'm cashing in my money and bank on you. I one. was dreading this. Tell us why. Tell us why. Don't start the time drop. Can I just take the pick? Can I just lay down? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Alright, new rule. If somebody passes, it automatically goes to the next person. Oh, hell no. Nah. How you gonna come here and make rules on my shit? <laughs> <laughs> oh my, get off he just money. doesn't want to do it either. <laughs> Damn right. All right. Somebody has to do uh, this. Right. Uh, you can disclaimer before you do it. Oh, I, I, I did. I, that, dis- I did that at the beginning of the show. <laughs> uh, Your sixty seconds starts now. <laughs> all right. So, a major figure has. <laughs> From the dawn of time, <laughs> no, just kidding. from the dawn of wrestling, a major figure has put certain types of people on the map in wrestling, and he has been done a great service to this group of people, <laughs> to the wrestling world, <laughs> especially <laughs> taking a figure like Mr. T and putting him <laughs> on the map. <laughs> be as dark as I am <laughs> and he is well respected in the community <laughs> so much so he's allowed to say brother and other words <laughs> that landed him in trouble <laughs> oh what <laughs> time man you, you couldn't even make it through you couldn't even make it through my thing was why 
Hulk Hogan was the greatest for black people. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he couldn't make it through it. His topic uh, that um, was chosen by Sir John Lee was uh, <laughs> why um, the greatest thing that ever happened to black people was Hulk Hogan returning. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, like I said, oh. like I said at the beginning of the show. I mean, we don't have to necessarily believe this, but it's a talking point that we have to have when that person cashes in. Oh, oh man! Hey, oh, can, can I add an extra element to the cash in? What's up? Uh, can you also create like when you say I want you to talk about this topic, but I want you to do it like this? Oh, like, I want up? you to sound or imitate this person while you're doing it. Oh, that would oh, be yes. a great, a great element of it. Okay, I'm not, so I'm not. be like, yeah, so be like, oh, I want you to talk about why furniture is the greatest accessory for your house, but I want you to execute it as if Chris Jericho was cutting this promo, or you know, something like that, or I got you, or Donald Trump was <laughs> doing the promo. Oh yeah, damn, Hulk Hogan, yeah. the greatest thing. Let, let me tell you, happened. yeah, Donald Trump be like, let me tell you, black people. Yeah, let me tell you. <laughs> Look at my African American over there. I tell you this, black people. Hulk Hogan has done so much for your community. I can't even go on to stress about it. Okay, now he's listen. wonderful. Look at him. Look at my African American over there, Hulk Hogan. Hogan, Hogan, come over here. Come over here. <laughs> no, I don't want you to. Do, you know, no, I don't want. To, you know, I don't want to get too political. You know. Yeah. Yes. You know. Even Hogan though I am the president, I can say the N word now, so that's what. <laughs> What made WWE think that we would be okay with him coming on the most controversial show, Hulk Hogan Return? That that was a bold move right there. Yeah. That, they really did not give two like, Fs. Yeah, like I said, it it'll be telling tonight if he shows up on Raw or any Raw or SmackDown after this thing. That's telling of um, what I was talking about the event. They just had a whole bunch of old timers. It was a nostalgia show just to please somebody with some big pockets and everything. And I like you said, that. you don't want the young people stained with all that stink. So now if you see Hogan pop up tonight on Monday Night Raw, nah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, I don't know about all that, but, but anyway, oh man. Let's let's roll into our, our, our closing segment today. <sighs> this segment segment. <laughs> and this segment is the go the fuck home segment uh gentlemen you have uh two topics of discussion for this evening and um is the floor is open for either you to air your grievances mine is gonna take a minute so i don't know if you want to go first john lee shit mine might take a while (laughs) okay ranting all right maybe not i could i could probably knock it out in a few now i say this even though it's halfway you know halfway true or let me say half of half of it has gone home these marvel tv shows need to go home Mm. seriously the netflix marvel tv shows need to go home you take yourselves way too seriously Mm -hmm. the first season daredevil good general i'm talking about general consensus Mm -hmm. was good yeah second season not that many people liked it i personally enjoyed it Mm mm-hmm Third season, Daredevil, amazing. So, Daredevil is the Captain America, as far as series-wise, of the Mar- of the Marvel TV shows. As far as you know, Captain America has the best trilogy. All the rest of them are Iron Man trilogies. Trash. Jessica Jones is good. 
a lot of people don't like Jessica Jones. I think that that was the best storytelling the TV shows have ever done. Gave me hope. Season two was trash. Absolutely trash. Iron Fist. No, I'm not even gonna get into that. The first Luke Cage was okay. Was no, was good up until they, spoiler alert, killed Cottonmouth, and then it started going downhill from there and carried over into the second season, which I didn't even watch because after he dabbed, I knew where the show was going from there. It needs to go home. <laughs> give it, give it, give it a try. Give it a try. It might be worth it. Maybe. Yeah, it is. I just good. the 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 writing the the writing on all of the shows are just so out of tune. The dialogue is like. The dialogue comes from people who I don't even think they've interacted with people before because that's not how people talk with each other. Like I don't, I don't understand. Like, are you getting die? Are you like watching TV and think that's how people talk to each other? Because dialogue with people, that's not how people talk to each other. The characters are stiff. They're the acting is trash. Don't get me started with Iron Fist. The first season was so bad that a bad second season seemed okay. <laughs> like people were like, okay, it's it's bad, but it's not as bad as the first season. So Iron Fist, they that started the whole the whole thing of them uh canceling these shows. Because Iron Fist was so trash. Um Punisher was good. So out of not everybody could be the Cohen brothers when it comes to writing. Yeah, but you but it's not you say that, Sir John Lee, but you have to understand that you're paid to do a job and your job is a storytell. <laughs> like your job is a storytell. Like if I'm sorry, if a special ed person was bagging my groceries and they doing it wrong, I'm like, all right, I get it, but it's still a job. You gotta, you know. Oh, come if, on, if, dude. <laughs> if, if you're paid to mop the floors and I see you mopping the roof, come on now. You're not doing your job. <laughs> Storytelling I, I is your job. Give Luke Cage season to another trial. Yeah. Like, get past <sighs> the deck. It's good, bro. <sighs> give it another try. Like, I'll give it a try. Because you haven't even got to the villain. I, I can't get past the acting, bro. It's so no. It's he's so corny. That guy's corny. He's no, no. I mean, I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about everybody around him. Even Daredevil, like just Foggy Nelson, is just the worst ever. The chick is the worst ever. I don't even know Karen. She's yeah. the worst. Jessica Jones, great. Not her friend the worst ever like everybody's just so irritating in that show and not on purpose you hate who you're supposed to love and you love who you're supposed to hate yeah now so I, anyway. had a, I had a quick question for you um go ahead what did you think about batman versus superman the oh, worst God. ever okay that was all right trash. All, right. all right okay okay i was just making sure i was just trying i was i was fishing for something there because if you say <laughs> yes. you you hate all this shit but you like the damn Batman versus Easy. Superman and the other shit. I would have, I would have called you on some shit, but you, no, we, no, 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 we no, good, no. we good. Yeah, that would be Superman trash. Justice League, man, eh, fun, but still trash. I did, oh, oh <laughs> god, that made me more mad because you had the full Justice League. All right, but yeah, I ain't even got anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hear you. I tried to, like you said, with with wrestling, you have to turn your brain off. I turn my brain off with Justice League. Yeah. All right, but anyway, that that's just my piece. Marvel TV shows need to go home. Just cancel them all. Just pretend like it never happened. Go home. Yeah. They're going to Disney. Yeah, they're going to Disney. <laughs> they're going to Disney. They're going home. 
right, Sir John. All right. Um, mine's is it's very uh near dear to me. Uh, mental health issues. Go the fuck home. I'm sick of this shit. I'm sick of anxiety, depression, all that shit that comes with it. All the the impulsive decision makings that come with it sometimes. All the not wanting to be social and crawling in bed and watching friends and other you know friends and colleagues die because of it watch people you care about you know self-medicate i'm just tired of it it just needs to go home plain and simple let's all be happy let's make each other better let's let's figure this shit out go to therapy seek help call somebody like uh i'm tired of seeing people you know hurting and myself hurt from it so yeah go the fuck home yeah make yourself aware you know if you know somebody that's going through some shit you know get in their corner help them out you know you get come on let's let's get uh arm in arm right now you you see me you got my arms up (laughs) (laughs) actually you're typing mine my computer's slower make a better place for you and for nobody. I didn't mean to dap in the mood. Okay. Maybe dap in the mood. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean that's real though. It does need to go home. Um, Fuck out of here. I think, and that's why I'm, I mean Punisher was really good with that. Oh, his arms are just now rising up to my computer. That's how slow it is. <laughs> <laughs> are we now, are we now using the internet back. browser? We're using huh? internet browser, huh? aren't we? Because he's just moving and not saying anything. Yeah. Okay, now he stopped. And now he's typing again. He's looking at... Okay. I am really... So, Johnny, you're frozen to me. Yeah. Anyway. Like, you look like a kung fu movie right now. He's like... Anyway. But yeah, yeah. Punisher, they, co- they covered uh, PTSD, but that was kind of a form of like depression and stuff. And if you watched it, you know... Yeah, the president just needs to go home. Yeah. Fuck yeah. out of here. Fuck out of here. All right, gentlemen. Uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, put a pin in it for this episode. I uh, appreciate you, your time coming back and uh, talking about ghetto gaggers and uh, Hulk Hogan and, you know, grape jelly or maple syrup and whatnot. It's <laughs> someone's butthole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> go, 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 go. I'm not my proudest podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this is a blemish. This is a blemish. Uh, it'll, it'll be okay. We can take everything out. You know, just be the intro and the outro. Welcome to another episode of of uh, wrestling is trash. Wrestling and we're out of here, folks. We're out of here. here. Thanks for talking about grape jelly and maple syrup in someone's butthole. <laughs> Get out of yeah, black people loving Hulk Hogan. That's a that's a Family Guy cutaway. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> but, dead. but anyway, go ahead. But on behalf of myself, Sir John Lee and Todd the Great, we'll see you next time. And if you want to know where to find us, go listen to episode three. <laughs> <laughs>